today is the feast of Saint Isidore. Isidore the farmer, Isidore the laborer, as to be opposed to the other Saint Isidores. I didn't know until today there were so many of them. Saint Isidore was a farmer at the turn of the 11th to 12th century in Spain. Really must have been seen as a very important, inspiring man. And uh, by the time of the 17th century, he was canonized the same day as Ignatius Loyola, Francis Xavier, Teresa of Avila, and Philip Neri. So I think that speaks to who he spoke to. In this country, he is the patron saint of farmers and Catholics living in rural areas. Uh, he's also one of the few saints who um, was a laborer and also one of the few saints who was married to another saint. So somebody to inspire us who live ordinary lives, to live them in holiness. But our readings today are about farewell speeches. Um, St. Paul is saying farewell to his disciples in uh, the, the first reading, and Jesus is now giving his final prayer before he goes off to Gethsemane, the prayer to the Father, the high priestly prayer in the Gospel of John. We'll be looking at those. You've probably heard the famous question, if you had 24 hours to live, who would you call and what would you tell them? And even if you have longer, what's holding you back from doing what you would do if you only had 24 hours? Both our readings today are, in a sense, farewell addresses. The actions, the things that Paul and Jesus said when they knew their time was very limited. Paul senses, and we don't really understand why, he senses that he will never return to the communities he's founded. He's sort of finishing up this last of what we call his missionary journeys. And instead of going back into the city of Ephesus, he has the elders of Ephesus meet him on the coast as he sails back to Jerusalem, where he has a sense that things will come to a head. And they do, and he is sent off to Rome because of what happens in Jerusalem on that trip. Jesus offers this awesome, powerful prayer. The 17th chapter of John. It's called the High Priestly Prayer. Before heading off to Gethsemane, he has washed the apostles' feet in chapter 13. He's instructed them for three chapters. He prays to the Father. And then he goes off to his passion and death for two chapters, and then the resurrection for two chapters. The second half of the Gospel of John makes this very clear that this is the apex of the Gospel. Four chapters before, four chapters after. This is the hour of his glory. But both Paul and Jesus are more concerned with the people who hear them than with their personal legacy, which is interesting. The word legacy, when we use it in secular terms, usually is about how we're going to remember the person who leaves us, what they have done, their achievements. But Paul talks about what he hopes for his community, and he says it is more blessed to give than to receive. And Jesus, at this apex in the Bible, 
of the example of prayer, Jesus' prayer, the apex of Jesus' intimacy with the Father, possibly Jesus at the apex of his fear of what will befall him, does not pray for himself, but prays to the Father in this heavenly moment for his followers, and clearly not just for those 12 apostles, but for us. Us. And he says, I consecrate myself for them, us, so that they also may be consecrated in truth. And so for us to consider today, what is our legacy, each of us? Our legacy to others and our legacy for others. Come, Holy Spirit.